we're fl- finishing up Philippians again. I feel like we just, well, we did just do this. That's why I feel like that. Because I did this with the, this chapter with the thank you podcast that we did. Uh, but going through this again, just a reminder of encouragement. And it's been really fun to go through it again. Because it seems like no matter how many times you go through a book, it just, you realize something. Or you just see something that you didn't see before. So it's always good to go back through. But yes, I do know that I did just do Philippians. Yep. Like a few times. <laughs> but so I think this is actually like my third time going through this chapter this year. <laughs> well, and then I think each one is probably different. Probably, yeah. But before we I start. Like that's how it always is, though. Yeah, usually. All right, before we start, go ahead and take a minute to pray. And then, of course, if there's anything at all that we can do for you, anything we can lift up in prayer, counsel, help, anything, let us know. APHomeChurch.com. Everything's on there. Probably want to pray for Heidi. She's been up since 3 o'clock this morning. <laughs> Our little... I really thought, you guys, we shared with you how Olivia was doing that, where she it was like every week she was doing these crazy wake-up hours. And then it's been so much better. I really thought that it was like a phase that we got through and she did it was it week before last because she did it a couple weeks ago yeah she did it a couple weeks ago and, and then she did it again today but today she like never went back to bed and i stayed up later because i was working on the curriculum so i literally it was fun we need to set up like pillows below our bed and that way she can just like mosh down <laughs> there let her run amok while just we let sleep. her run amok because she does she just wants to get get up and play at like three o'clock in the morning oh yeah she literally was like, just no literally nobody else in the house the, wants yeah, to do this right like, now <coughs> she went down the hallway and sat by our ta- our door for a minute because i locked it so that way she wouldn't keep busting in there while you were trying to sleep because you know it's like three thirty in the morning weird and uh she was sitting there by the door just like calling you like, oh i heard her like daddy would like to sleep you know like everybody else in our house because yeah, I didn't. I didn't really either. I mean, I probably got a little bit more than you, but I didn't really go back to sleep either. So, but anyway, Philippians. About <sighs> us. Sorry. About how he's tired. Sorry. You need to go take a nap after this. I don't have time for a nap. You wake up till like ten this morning, so you did get a couple hours. I got a couple hours. Yeah, it was just like horribly uncomfortable hanging off the edge of the couch and yeah, it didn't look too comfortable with your daughters interrupting and waking me up every little bit when i first came out ollie was completely upside down her feet were like by her face yeah well because she woke up and i was like oh are we back up already and then she like flopped over and like fell back asleep so i was like all right i'm not gonna move her i'll let her stay like that if she's gonna sleep whatever so oh. I thought you were going to keep talking. Oh, no. I was picking a popcorn curl out of my teeth. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On that note. You just stopped right then. I was like, uh, okay. All right, Philippians 4. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stay true to the Lord. I love you and long to see you, dear friends. For you are my joy and the crown I receive for my work. Now I appeal to Iodia and Syntyche. Please, because you belong to the Lord, settle your disagreement. 
And I ask you, my true partner, to help these two women, for they worked hard with me in telling others the good news. They worked along with Clement and the rest of my co-workers whose names are written in the book of life. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. That one you should probably have highlighted and circled. Always be full of joy in the Lord. I say it again, rejoice. Let everyone see that you are considerate in all you do. Remember, the Lord is coming soon. So we should always live in light of Christ's second coming. We should always be living like the end of the day today is when you could be standing right in front of your Lord and Savior. Because it very well could be. It could be. Whether it be death or whether he comes and gets us. Preferably, he comes and gets us. That would be fantastic. <clears throat> That's what Paul's saying here, though, is the Lord is com- coming soon. Remember, and, and just a reminder, we want to, not because we're afraid of him, like, oh, he's going to catch us doing something bad. It's because we want to be honoring him and we want to be just showing that love to everybody and everything that we do until the Lord comes. Which again, this is against every single aspect of our society and what we're used to. Because we have so much pride built up that We've lost consideration. We've got so much pride that we think, well, because you're not being considerate of me, that means that I have to pay you back and be not considerate of you. And that's just the way the world works. And it's the, you know, social media is filled with different memes and sayings that, that, that teach this. Don't let anybody try, you know, say anything against you, you, you whatever it is you all know the stupid cliche little sayings that are completely against the word verse 6 don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell God what you need and thank him for all that he has done Okay, I can't stress this over and over and over again that this is one thing that we need to all learn i know i've had to remind myself of this on a daily basis and it's so difficult to not worry about anything when you're completely living by faith yeah But I think even I had to remind you of that the other day. Yep. Like, look, if we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and we're not going to worry about it. Yeah. We're going to tell God what we need. We're going to pray for it. And then, but it shouldn't affect how we treat each other, shouldn't affect our personality. And we let it. We let it drag us down. We let it put us in the dumps. And it's easy. It's hard, yeah. When I say we, I mean me. 
I do it too. I mean, I struggle. But go up a verse, remember the Lord is coming soon. Then go down a verse and remember, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. If he's moved mountains in your life, thank him for it. And then tell him additionally what you need to be able to honor and serve him better. Because honestly, that's our ultimate goal. I mean, that could mean maybe a little bit more comfortable situation for yourself if you're in need of something. But if you could serve him better through a bit, little bit better situation or whatever else, I mean, pray for it. If your heart is, is true and pure, we have promises from the Lord that do mean something now. You know, I'm, I do so many podcasts and i mean just our theme is so much focusing on the kingdom to come Mm -hmm. and while i think that should be our top focus and our number one focus and we don't even focus at it on that enough some days we need to remind ourselves that in a lot of ways the kingdom did come and it is here and it is now and christ is I mean, we have the Holy Spirit within us. We have got the promises of God. We have, we don't have any guarantees, obviously, of this utopian life, but we have God's promises to us. And those, those go for now. I mean, the, you know, so we need to not be afraid to be confident in those and be confident asking for those begging for those but we just remember that we put him first and make sure that we're serving him first before anything and don't do not forget to thank him especially when he asks or when he answers little specific prayers for you it can be so easy in your in your worry in your fear to go to God and you'll spend hours upon hours and on hours in prayer and you won't forget to go and pray and ask God when you're going through this situation. But then when he answers it specifically, you won't give him the hours and hours and hours in the same dedication to thanking him for answering your prayers specifically. so we can never forget to thank him because we shouldn't rely on the grace that he gives us we have it and it's far surpassed anything that we can understand but we don't abuse it and we and we definitely don't lean on it you know, it's like daddy's money. You don't want to like clean yeah. on that. You know, you, you don't, because it's not yours. It's not yours to have. It's given to you. But you certainly didn't earn it. You certainly don't deserve it. But don't be afraid to ask if your heart is pure. 
Does that make sense? That doesn't seem too contradictory and confusing, does it? I don't know. I don't think so. All right. Verse 7. Then you will experience God's peace, which extends anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. As Paul says, though, as you live in Christ Jesus. So you must be living in Jesus. Then he will guard you will have your peace and he will guard your hearts and your minds. But only if you're in Christ. As you live in Christ Jesus, it's just an assumed statement. Verse 8. Now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing. Fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right, and pure, and lovely, and admirable. Think about the things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Okay, that. Make sure you, man, maybe even write this one on your hand to remember throughout the day. It's a good one to know. On what is true. Not what you believe is true. Not what you think is true. Not through whatever... You know, the world is trying to tell you is true. Focus on what is true. What is truth? Christ. That's it. Put your eyes on Christ. On things that are honorable, not dishonorable. Things that are right, pure, lovely, admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. But it's like, I feel like so often we'll read verses like that and be like, oh, like that's sweet in theory. But mm-hmm. it's like, no, it it literally means that. Literally fix your thoughts on those things. That's why you have to be in God's word every day. You have to know what his word says. Because otherwise, how can you live this way if you don't know yeah, this? Paul, you know, like you need to Paul is helping things. you here. Yeah. And that's what, that's what he's, he's helping the Philippian Christians understand and how to, how to live this thing and how to work and operate in this because it's hard and it's confusing. And it's like we've said a hundred times, it's oil and water. Mm-hmm. So there's some kind of process that we've got to go through and, and there's kind of unwritten laws, so to speak, I guess, of just wisdom and guidance. And even though they're written laws, they're all right here. He's explaining it to you. Yeah. Like you said, all too often we get caught up in saying, oh, yeah, that's cute. That's so sweet, man. Maybe we'll might even put that on a T-shirt. Yeah. But do you, do you literally really live that out? Literally live it out? Okay, verse 9. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me. Everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Somebody was actually asking me about this last night. They had sent me a message about keywords that we talk about like then and mm-hmm. different things like that and what's the rule for those 
Mom's like, well, there's it, it, the rule is just whatever the context of the, the passage is. You have to look and see what he's saying. So what sure. is Paul saying here? Because you have a then. Which means like, hey, if you do this for me, then I'll give you something. Just like you would use it in any, any other situation. Any, yeah. other, any other way. But for some reason, you're right. When it comes to the Bible, we go... Well, is this how should we should interpret this? How do we deal with this, this one? Then, yeah, I, I don't know what to do with this. Then, yeah, it's like okay. Then the God of peace will be with you. But keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the peace of God will be with you. What are those things? Well, those things are recorded. In every single one of Paul's letters in this New Testament, in the book of Acts, it's it's all recorded. What did he do? He preached the gospel. He lived a life worthy of praise. Yeah. He put his full faith, trust, hope in Christ. I mean, you, you couldn't, you don't have any better of an example of how to get through life other than what's in this book. We're not far removed. This is not some hard thing to understand and interpret. And people and theologians complicate the crud out of this. And it's not difficult because he, even though he was an apostle, and not we are not like him in that way. We are definitely different and set apart. We don't get revelations from God. We don't see God. We don't hear God. We don't. We see and hear God by everything around us. Yeah, not like we him, want like God to speak to us. We, himself to us. If we road. right, if we want to, if we want to experience God and we want God to speak to us, we open our Bibles. That's where we start. So we are definitely different in that sense. But as far as a person that was just a follower of Christ, trying to figure this all out, trying to get through it, trying to run the race in his own words, Mm -hmm. trying to finish, it's difficult. But that's what he lived out. And he didn't do it just in talk and in letter. He did it in, he went to these places and showed them. And then I've I showed you before, I think we did it in our self-doubt. Maybe I didn't go over it in self-doubt, but in the self-doubt, Paul had plenty of it that he, man, he was, he was going nuts inside. He was worried that the people were falling away from his teachings and everything. So he had to. He, he worried about them and he interceded and prayed for them and he wrote them and he said, finally, I, when I couldn't stand it anymore, I sent Timothy to see how you guys were getting along and you see this as a pattern in all of Pat, in Paul's letters worrying about these things. So I just need to keep that in mind. All right, what verse am I on, Heidi? I think you're still technically in 10. Oh, I didn't finish it again? Yeah. I do that a lot. <laughs> so that's why it's kind of hard sometimes. <laughs> I apologize, everybody that's listening. Verse 10. I'll just read it again. How I praise the Lord that you're concerned about me. Or no, I didn't read this yet. 
No, I didn't read this yet. Yeah, because you were because I went through. Then the God of Peace will be with you. Oh, did I finish explaining that? That's what I'm saying. Like I I think technically you're in verse ten because. So I finished explaining that. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't know if you had other things you were thinking in your head you wanted to say, but like, I think you're good. I did, but it's okay. Hopefully, somebody will message me. I'm sure. Yeah, they'll be like, "Wait a second. Hey, dummy, you missed this." That's, but that's no, not how we get our messages. But I mean, okay, so but I, I, I don't think that I wrapped up what the question was when they were saying, then they got to be, what's the, the rule for that? Well, I mean, like you said, we, we have to look at um, what he's saying as far as is living like he's preaching. And just, you know, living the life that he is supposed to live. Then the God of peace will be with you. That doesn't guarantee you like a great experience every single time, but it guarantees you that you'll be out of it and the Lord will take care of you every single time. Even if you're like, nope, this is it. I swear this is it. Not going to make it through. I'm going to die it. Nope, that's it. And then you're like, hey, remember that time last week where you thought that that was it and it was done? You're like, yeah, I was pretty stupid then, huh? Yeah. You know, we're all like that. Yeah. We all do that. But we don't give credit to what that is. We think we're done, but then we we forget to turn around and give thanks to God and be like, you know what? You did get me out of that. I didn't feel like you were getting at me out of it at the time. Right. I felt like really bad and it didn't happen right away. So I didn't think you were listening. But then like a week, two weeks later, you're like, oh, yeah, you did get me out of that. Thanks. And then we just go about our lives and it's like, no, listen, the next day when you realize, hey, you know what? I feel a little bit better today. We need to realize that you're like, yeah, thank you. I appreciate feeling better. I feel, you know, um, the little things going out and spending an amazing day with your family, yeah. you know, friends, whoever things like that but make sure to thank god for those types of things because those types of things are the types of things that god sends to mend your heart Absolutely. and does for you is those types of experiences and sometimes we thank him and realize it and then other times we just kind of just go along with it and we're thankful but we don't we forget to turn and thank god for it but Remember when you're at your lowest point and you're asking God for a lot of things in in complete despair. Remember, it's easy to forget these things when you're having a great time. But when you're having a great time, remember that these are the things that you asked for. You wanted this God of peace. You wanted all these things. Absolutely. Well, he's going to give it to you. You just need to learn how to appreciate or... Learn how to put into perspective an answered prayer. So now I definitely don't know where I am because I talked for way too long. <laughs> I think you're still needing to read verse 10 because you went back to explaining. I did. You're right. <laughs> this one's a disaster. This is a car wreck. This is normally one that we'd start over again, but we're going to leave this one. So this is how raw this one is. It'd be all right. It'd be all right. Verse 10, 
I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. Paul's writing to the Philippians here, obviously. I had went over these next couple of verses in our thank you. And that we did because our listeners, our, our home church, this that we've built is... Oh my gosh, I, I told everybody has been just so amazing to us and just been such a godsend and such a blessing and we just thank everybody and I definitely see and understand Paul's words here when he's thanking the church in Philippi for what they did for him because just like you all have done for us, they did for Paul many times when nobody else would. So let's go ahead and read here. Finally on 10, Heidi. Gosh, you keep tripping me and stopping me. I'm so me. sorry. Please, yeah. I apologize. And asking me all these questions. <laughs> Verse 10, everybody. I love you, and I'm just kidding. Hey, I didn't say nothing. This is all you. How I praise the Lord that you are concerned about me again. I know you have always been concerned for me, but you didn't have the chance to help me. Not that I was ever in need, for I have learned how to be content with whatever I have. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or, in, or empty, with plenty or a little. For I can do Everything through Christ who gives me strength. So the key to all of that, as I've stated before in doing this, is to be content. With plenty or a little, we can do anything and everything through Christ. So when you are at your lowest point, like we were just talking about, despair you think the world is against you you think everybody hates you you think that you're just like the worst possible sinner on the planet yep you can do it you can do it and you'll be fine and you'll be totally cool tomorrow because christ is with you and you can do anything through him giving you strength not through winning a fight or winning a baseball game or a football game or no, that's an extremely abused verse, but you can see in total context, you could almost read right through it, which you can almost every one of these verses that people pull out of context. Because you can read right through John 3.16 real easy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. When you're reading the whole thing in context. Oh, yeah. It's just like Philippians 4.13, when you're reading the whole thing, you're like, okay, he's talking about the secret of He's just living by faith and just following following Christ. He's like, I know I can do it because, you know, Christ. Yeah. He's like, so I know that I can do it when I think I need this food. And, yeah, I mean, we do need, you know, food every single day, right? Well, I mean, if you go a day without, then I guess we didn't need it that day. I don't know yeah. why. Sure. And I don't think that it. It should be something that you make a goal, but if it happens, you know, it happens. if if you have, you know, if <clears throat> I can think of a couple different examples of 
of people that we've just had come to us of just, you know, horrible tragedies where they've had to go through a couple of days until something happens or some, you know, a week or, or whatever until something went through. And, you know, that's just another one of those times where you're like, how am I going to get through this? I'm never going to live through this. I can't and do this. Somehow. And somehow a week later, you're just like, oh, yeah, everything's okay. You notice that, isn't that funny how that works? Like, you don't ever usually stay in these situations, do you? I mean, of course, we all have lingering pain, but that 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 sticks around no matter what. But for the most part, if we really put our lives into perspective, into focus, under a biblical scope, we don't really have a whole lot of whole lot of worries and things that we need to to be concerned about all right verse 14 <laughs> i was oh, seeing if you can figure it out i did good even so you have done well to share with me in my present difficulty as you know you philippians were the only ones who gave me financial help when i first brought you the good news and then traveled on, traveled on from Macedonia. No other church did this. Even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent help for me more than once. I don't say this because I want a gift from you. Rather, I want you to receive a reward from your for your kindness. And that is right there. That was one of the verses that I had brought up in our in our uh, thank you, because it's so true. And I don't. I've mentioned many, many times that we've had so many people take care of us, whether it's just a, like I said, an encouraging messaging, buying us dinner, sending in an offer, whatever it is. Yeah. We have been, the Lord has definitely taken care of us through all of you. You know, we have... Our needs have been supplied, and it's extremely humbling to watch. And we say this because I just want, I mean, if there was a, I mean, every time somebody that we see either prayer request, you know, anything, but an encouraging message, no matter, we immediately, of course, say a prayer of thanks, but we immediately just want the best for you and your family and your life immediately. And I pray that the Lord absolutely just abundantly blesses you and comes in your life and takes care of every single problem, every single worry that you have. Like absolutely. that's the type of feeling that you have. Like, I'm like, Oh my gosh, for your kindness, please just whatever they need, just take care of it. Whatever it is. Don't, don't let them have any worry. This selfless act of of giving and, and thinking of us and worrying about us and, and doing these things, um, I mean, that should be recognized because you guys don't understand what I think you do, but I think you don't really look at it from the perspective, I guess, that we at, because it, we do is the world right now is not this i mean we can look and we can see you know the way that it operates and it, it's it's not it's not something that it's it's common people are very 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 
selfish and just very, you know, okay, well, I did this once, so I'm totally good. Now I'm not going to worry about anything else. Hey, I got my own struggles, my own worries. I mean, we've seen people come out of their own. I mean, I've just seen people that have done things that I know they have their own personal struggles, and they are in certainly no position to do anything like that. Yet they feel the need and they want to serve the Lord in doing that. It's just, it's, my gosh, it's, so, it's, it's literally the most humbling, amazing experience to be Absolutely. able to be a part of. And I do. I pray and I hope that literally you will wake up with all of your problems fixed and bags full of money on your doorstep <laughs> i do i don't know what what else to say other than we just thank you and we thank god for you and that's exactly um what paul is saying here he's saying that i i i want you to receive the reward for your kindness gosh you guys did such a kind act to me and we appreciate it so much but you guys don't understand how much that we celebrate wanting you to for it to be paid back and that's just want to make that clear and that's exactly why paul wrote it here verse 18 at the moment i have all i need and more i am generous generously supplied with the gifts you sent me from epaphroditus they are a sweet smelling sacrifice that is acceptable and pleasing to god and the same God who takes care of me will supply all your needs from his glorious riches, which have been given to us in Christ Jesus. All glory to God our Father forever and ever. Amen. Give my greetings to each of God's holy people, all who belong to Christ Jesus. The brothers who are with me send you their greetings. And all the rest of God's people send you greetings too, especially those in Caesar's household. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you in spirit. All right. Well, that was Philippians again, again, again. Such a good book. Though. I love this book so much. Um, since we've had so many new people join the podcast and maybe they haven't gotten back and they haven't listened to Philippians. So maybe there you go. this would be for them. But for the people that have, I know this is a definitely a different little, uh, I went about this one a little bit different than I have before because it's used it as encouraging for the times that we're going through now and the things that we worry about the things that we see the things that are going on in the world we need to remember who our god is and not forget these things and remember prayer and appreciation and remember to to be serving him and to trust him and not not be it's so hard to get frustrated sometimes because we just don't see him working. We see these long periods of time where nothing and nothing and nothing happens. And you get frustrated and you're just like, why will you not answer my prayers? Why? Why? And then if you would have just waited a little bit longer, then you realize why. Something happens that you're like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe I did not wait i'm sorry you know how many i've been humbled so many times like that going oh wow i should have shut my mouth i'm so sorry for complaining 
so those are let's try to minimize those times (laughs) and and remember though that what type of god that we have the promises that we do have and just make sure that we're being being joyful in those and and truly giving him thanks for the the things that he does for us and the things that he answers for us here absolutely so anything else nope thank you thank you